earth that was could no longer sustain our numbers. We were so many. We found a new solar system. Dozens of planets and hundreds of moons. Each one terraformed, a process taking decades to support human life, to be new Earths. The central planets formed the Alliance. Ruled by an interplanetary parliament, the Alliance was a beacon of civilization. The savage outer planets were not so enlightened and refused Alliance control. The war was devastating. But the Alliance's victory over the independence ensured a safer universe. And now, everyone can enjoy the comfort and enlightenment of true civilization. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. This is Cheap Seat Reviews. So we're turning, we're turning over a new leaf in the wind. The Vulcan Kidney Pinch, or whatever they call it in this one, I don't know. It's, now that it's been contextualized, I get it. Yeah. By long gray beard and glimmering eye, now wherefore stoppest thou me? Hello, and thank you for listening to Cheap Seat Reviews, the podcast that explores the Hollywood film industry for the greater good. The greater the gr- Goram good. Oh, 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 wait, who's that? What? Hey, I'm back. Oh, Who is that? Sam. Sam is back. back. It has been a long summer. I appreciate it. But uh, now is the time for Sean to get his comeuppance. So it's been way too long. Yeah, I haven't been killed uh, on a podcast in what feels like a really long time. It has. I know. Uh, it has. I did on your behalf for one episode, and then I honestly just forgot. Sam, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate it. Sure. It has uh, quite literally been three, four, five, six, seven, eight. What nine episodes you've been gone? I know this. It's it's the longest break I've I've taken. I was worried you were going to think I was Ch- uh, was Chad, God's friend, to soul, or, yeah. uh, or corny, <laughs> yeah. So, um, but I am back. Um, I appreciate you guys letting me have a, a summer. I was supposed to go to Maine. Some other things happened, and uh, 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 everything else, you know. Um, but uh, thank you guys. That's all I got to say. Yeah. Well, yeah. we we did miss you, believe it or not, uh, even though I know yeah. that uh, there was a lot less arguing and a lot less <laughs> um, pointless debates. Uh, we did miss you. <laughs> I always have a point. There is a point to everything I, I debate with you about. You just have to realize that you're wrong and we can move on. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's exactly it. All right. This is episode 410. 410. I can't believe it. I can't believe I'm about to say these words also, but tonight we are doing Serenity. That's wow. right. Serenity. I can't believe it. We're doing this movie. Um, I'm for so, the second right? time. For technically the second time. Yes. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. This is uh, 409 <laughs> episodes later. We're actually doing this. This was supposed to be our first episode ever, uh, but here we are now. Shaw didn't hit record, so, you know. Uh, that's not quite right, but that's pretty close. Um, so eight and a half years later, Sean said, maybe we should do our first episode. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Something like so that. So we're turning, we're turning over a new leaf in the wind. Yes. You might say. Nice. I like it. Uh, so the reason why we're doing it uh, tonight, as opposed to on a big number like 500 or 450, is there's two very cool reasons. One is... Uh, Rosie, good friend of the show, listener, who's listening right now. Well, not right now, but she's listening as I say things now, 
is uh, she was in the movie. She was an extra in this movie. She was uh, on the the Firefly fan boards when those things were a thing back when you had internet yep. fan boards and she was there and all over the place. And so she's in the movie and she's got a bunch of uh, cool photos of her hanging out with Adam Baldwin and Nathan Fillion and Alan Tudyk. But she mentioned, she sent me a message a while ago saying, uh, if you're going to do this movie, you need to do it. Uh, um, you need to do it around the, what was it the 20th? I think she says of, of August because of, let's see, September 20th is the 20th anniversary and we want to se- celebrate. So okay. we're, we're kind of doing it kind of around the 20th ep- uh, anniversary of Firefly. Yeah. So that was, that was that. So thank you, Rosie. Now, also, people are listening going, wait a minute, don't you guys have a guest? Yes, I do. And it has been, <laughs> I'm taking an awfully long time to introduce him. So here I go. Time to finally introduce who I'm talking to. Uh, this is episode 410, and we're talking about Serenity. I am Sean Allred, and joining me tonight is Andrew. Hasn't had nothing twixt his nethers weren't run on batteries for over a year. Jimison. Yeah. And uh, you know what? I'm okay with it. You know what? Battery powered. It's fine. Yeah. It's, you can have your tool bag. That's cool. Yeah. Right. I mean, you, okay. know, you know, we're, we've been it, married a long it time. It, it's fine. It makes it fun. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> it's fine. Uh, Sam also yes. goes on violent rampages when he is forced to watch Chinese commercials. Vector. Don't we all though? I, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure we, we pretty much turn into a, a civilization of chaos when uh you know the the Yu-Gi-Oh or pokemon uh shows start coming on sure so. both those i'm pretty sure are japanese but that's fine yeah yeah, yeah. so well they, they started in china did did they yeah okay oh, yeah. i think you're thinking of uh tamagotchi maybe uh, i don't know, I don't know. Sa- same japanese place nokia well, came actually. from so anyway, <laughs> what we're trying Finland. to get across listeners, is we don't know anything about Asia uh, or any of the, you know, Asian countries. But, but and Sean, we apologize ahead of time. Sean, just so you know, um, let me, let me, you know, stand next to me over here and I need to hit you really oddly in the, the side. Yeah. Um, and I, I've got a really pointy stick that I'm going to just put right in front of you. Okay. So, so I'll just fall yeah, down so, onto the stick. Just fall forward. Just you know, forward. Sam, I thought you might make that joke. And the thing is, Sean's the age where he just does that. <laughs> he just stands up and freezes in that position. Yeah. Yeah. My, my back does that. You're not wrong. Uh, that's, yeah. that's in fact, uh, almost three years ago in about, about two or three weeks is when I had my back surgery. So I had that nerve cluster moved. Oh, there you Oh, so it wouldn't work. Yeah, it wouldn't yep. work. Yeah. There you go. Okay, and making his Cheap Seat Reviews debut, he's also been very patient uh, as I've been introducing the show here, is Brian, do you want to run this ship? Uh, Yes, I do. Thank you very much. I'll just run the ship from now on. Uh, Episode 410, this was originally going to be our first episode, but uh, we decided to wait (laughs) four years. Well, you you can't. There there we go. Dunaway. I'm glad he picked up on it. Brian Dunaway, welcome to Cheap Seat Reviews. I'm so excited to have you here. Oh, hey, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. I'm uh, pretty excited. Uh, I've never seen Serenity, so this is going to be fun. Oh, wow. Wait, really? Did you watch? 
Did you watch the show before the Firefly show? I actually did, and I watched the movie before too. I was gonna say, uh, wait a minute, I would have. Did it feel like uh, maybe <laughs> like like you were leaning back in your chair and it suddenly fell? Whoop! What? Never seen. It. <laughs> yeah. Once. Now I honestly haven't seen. This is my first viewing of the oh, entire movie. That's excellent. I've never seen the show either. I've never seen Firefly. Oh, oh this your first oh, experience. So this is my exciting. first experience of of uh, of anything in this universe. Oh, that's interesting. Exciting. I'm gonna. Yeah. Now I'm. This will be interesting to talk about because yeah. I, I figured we all had long histories with this one. Well, this is inter- this is cool for me because Andrew is going to experience Serenity like I did. I didn't know the show existed. Uh, a friend of mine rented this movie back in 2005 when it was on you know DVD, and he said, "Hey, just watch this movie." And so I watched it and loved it. I mean, immediately, like the end credits started, and then I you know rewound the disc, and then we played it again. I watched it back to back, and it was Wait, probably did you say you rewound it. Yeah, it's a joke. How do you rewind a disc? Oh, whatever. So. <laughs> <laughs> got chapters you know yeah <laughs> i hit stop and then play so there then you there you go okay um i ejected the disc and, and blew on it no that's not right mm. either that's right and uh and so i watched it again so it wasn't probably for another two years before i knew it was based on the tv show oh oh nice. wow it was uh but at least you at least you know i was the opposite right i saw all the tv before watching this so i'm i'm interested to hear the difference in how you take it, right? Yeah. yeah. Because it's so bittersweet watching it after all the characterization and all the the development of the TV show and then watching this movie um, versus the other way around, you know, um, where certain things happen in this movie, which we'll talk about spoiler-wise later probably, but uh, are, are incredibly gut-wrenching to me as someone who watched 13, 14 hours of, of Firefly. Right. Now, now let me ask this question uh, to to you guys: Did Firefly happen prior to this movie? Is this like a in the timeline? Does this ha- oh. happen at the end of Firefly? Correct. On both cases, sort of first, and it also takes place chronologically first. The the series, the TV series on TV. Okay. So okay. yeah, Fo- the Fox Network killed Firefly. Yeah. Basically, they aired aired the show out of order. And yeah. put put it on a Friday night, which is the dead night, yeah. um, because they didn't believe in the show. And it wasn't TGIF, until there was, <laughs> it wasn't until there was a, an outcry from fans that um, they were finally able to to put this even this movie together. So, um, well, Fox was, Fox had nothing to do with the with this movie. Let's be real clear there. Yeah. The the so yeah. to 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 continue with Sam's point, uh, and to answer your question, Andrew. Yes, the the opening scene where Simon's breaking River out, that is mm-hmm. pre-show. Think of that as that's what happened before the show. And then during the, the credits when we're seeing the ship, that's all post-show. So we get to see the effects of him having, having broken her out, joining the crew, and you know their wacky adventures for 13 episodes right. uh, on yeah. the boat. So, mm-hmm. but yes, Fox screwed this all up. They aired it out of order. They never aired the pilot. The first episode was episode two, the train job. So there's people watching it for the first time. Don't know who these characters are, how they got on the ship. Like they know nothing. Uh And, and it's very confusing. And then there's of the 13 episodes they made uh, two or three never aired ever. Yeah. Really? Yeah. 
So wow. it's very, so like I have on the DVD. It makes me angry is what it does. Well, sure. Because <laughs> th- there, there could have been years of Firefly. There really could have been. And it, it I want it. I, I'd still want it. Yeah. So, so anyway. when did when did Firefly originally air? Two thousand two. Two thousand two. Okay. Yeah. All right. So when I started college. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just to make you guys feel old. Yeah. It was. It was uh, <laughs> in the fraternity. We would actually set aside Friday nights to watch Firefly. I don't remember any of that. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember hearing of. Yeah, but of Sam Firefly didn't hang out with us in college. <laughs> no, I, I. Yeah. No, he I didn't like us then. Um, you guys weren't invited. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> so, Andrew, do you have the read? Let's go ahead and tell people do, what yeah. this movie is. The crew of the ship Serenity try to invade an assassin sent to recapture Telepath River. That's what IMDb says. It doesn't really tell you all that much. No. That is pretty light. Yeah. Surprisingly. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a film pitch more than a film, you know, survey. Yeah. So, uh, and I'm going to be another thing just to throw in here real quick. When I, so I remember when we first talked about the podcast and and you mentioned this whole, whole idea to me, Serenity was brought up, I think as you know, a movie you had reviewed and I didn't know what it was. And I had no idea that Serenity was the name of the ship. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had no idea until watching this movie. And the, uh, in the show, you get more depth as to why the name of the ship is called Serenity. There's a meet. There's yeah. a deeper meaning. Um, the the Running scene when the scene when Adam Baldwin and Mal are kind of facing off towards the kind of the middle, when he says, "Besides you and Zoe, how many of you walked out of there alive?" The mm-hmm. the, the pilot opens with the Battle of Serenity Valley, and okay. in which they uh. get completely destroyed by the Union forces or the yeah. Alliance mm-hmm. forces. And so that's why he names his ship Serenity is because it's the worst moment in his life. <laughs> so I feel like I'm going to have to go back now and watch Firefly to to better understand and appreciate this movie. I think it would help personally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. This is, I think this movie was definitely made for the fans. If, if you disconnect it from everything, even with, a, even as a fan, it can be kind of, <laughs> jumping around a little bit and kind of like, what? I don't remember that. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. And uh, you'll have to f- either, um, either I'll let you borrow my DVD set so you can watch it in order or whatever. We'll, we'll find a way to make this work out, but it's, it's definitely worth the watch. And again, it's not very long. It's, it's a pilot, which is basically a movie. It's an hour and a half and then 13 episodes. Wow. Yeah. Hour and a half pilot. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Okay. And and to make things confusing, the pilot is called Serenity. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. The, the pilot is called Serenity, which is basically a movie. Uh but it it but the pilot introduces the Reavers. So we get a taste of them in the pilot. Yeah. Um, okay. So what the so I actually watched this movie with a friend, uh, uh a good a friend from from the Twitterverse and uh, I gave her the line. So there's a line in the, in the, in the TV show, in the pilot that you don't really get in the movie. When the Reavers first show up, you kind of see them and you're like, Oh, they're scary, but you don't ever see them in the show. You never physically see what they look like. You just see you know, like one of their ships or whatever. And mm-hmm. Zoe has this great line where she says, one of the people like, what are, what are Reavers? Like, I think Simon asked, like, what are Reavers? What happens if they catch us? 
And she says, they'll rape us to death, they'll eat our flesh and sew our skin into their clothes. And if we're very lucky, they'll do it in that order. Uh, Just that yeah. line makes you realize how scary these things are, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, so the movie doesn't quite, I, I mean, the movie does, you know, they're basically like space zombies, but... Um, well, yeah, I was okay. So I guess we're just going to jump in here. I mean, we, we can do five word <laughs> reviews if you want, but I, I know the question you want to ask and we can ask it now. It's fine. Well, let's go. I'll tell you what, let's do five word reviews. We'll get into it. All right. Go ahead. All right. I don't want to screw up the order of our show too much. It, it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we're, uh, we're almost 20 minutes in and I still haven't had Brian uh, give a chance to tell people what shows he's from and anything like that. So <laughs> let's do that. Then we'll, then we'll get into this thing. So Let's at least try to keep some semblance of order here. Yeah. Brian, why don't you tell people that are listening to my show where, you know, where, why did I, how did I hijack you onto this podcast? Right. right. Oh, hi, I'm Brian Dunaway and I've been podcasting since I was five. Oh, I'm sorry. I started a <laughs> podcast the same year this movie came out 2005 uh, with Scott Johnson and a bunch of those guys over there. Uh, we started out with extra life radio, but more relevant is the podcast I've been doing since I think what, 2011, uh, and it is called Film Sack, where we talk about uh, it's a it's a long running weekly podcast. Me, Scott Johnson, Brian Ibbett, Randy Jordan, and we mine the very depths of film entertainment on the most popular streaming services at the time, which are they be usually as Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, HBO Max, uh, and so you're probably subscribed to them. Uh, and we just cover them. You know, we just we just covered. Let's see, last week we covered uh, The Fugitive. And this weekend we're doing U.S. Marshals, also a oh, nice. TV show turned movie. Yeah. So, yeah, very, a very good time to have me on. Yeah. And The Fugitive, part of it was filmed in North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, the, tra- the, the train. Well, team. I'm excited. I, actually, I, I, I am a subscriber to FilmZack. Oh. So oh, good. Um, I'm glad to have you on the show and, and I appreciate you being here. Oh, well, I, 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 yeah. I was glad to do it. I, I heard an episode beforehand because I checked you guys out to make sure. I was like, what am I going <laughs> to Yeah, you got to do that. Now, Sean, we're not going to get in trouble here. I think a lot of our stuff comes from film sack. So, it? yeah. <laughs> so I, I told Brian this. I, I told Brian. So if you've heard when he mentioned some of those names, uh, Brian Ibbett and Scott Johnson, that those names sound familiar. If you listen to any of my experience on America's Next Top Podcaster, Brian Ibbett, of course, was the host of that, and Scott was a was a judge on there, and and I was on there for my short time and had a good time with it. And the night that I got eliminated was the night I found out that Scott Johnson also subbed to my show, which was very cool to find out. Um, but I've been listening to Brian uh, since you know their show started in 2011, and so when I had an opportunity to bribe him to come on the show, I was going to take every effort to do so. Um, do you need help? I mean, are you tied up in his basement or something now? Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. I, I, l- luckily, I never gave my home address. So, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yes, it's hard not to have that, you know, podcasting, you know, it's, most of the podcasts we do on our network are conversational. And, yeah. you know, we don't we don't own any rights to a conversational type podcast where, uh, you know, it's, it's <laughs> this the idea of a group of people getting together and talking after they watch a movie. I mean, yeah. we, we've all done it. We've all probably sit in our cars for hours, hanging out with friends after seeing a movie or, you know, hanging out of the house as you watch something and just recapping the movie and, and having a good time and laughing. So, yeah. That's, yeah. that's exactly how we started. It's, so, that's, yeah. That is uh, it. Exactly the same way. Yep. yep. 
And so I just I needed a, I needed a, I needed a format, and so film sacks yeah. seemed like the best way to do it. And so I said, I'm going to steal all their good ideas, and I'm exactly. Add what in, is it? Uh, great, uh, great artist uh, steal or something like that? Yeah, uh, imitation <laughs> is the best form of flattery. I think is that's what it's phrased. No, I didn't. Something I think like it was that. the stealing thing. I can't remember. Oh, how the stealing thing. All right, artists well, artists just, don't <laughs> imitate; they steal, or they don't borrow; they steal. Something like that. Yes, yeah, something like that. Oh, yeah. okay. Well, that's fine. Yeah. yeah anyway. Yeah. Here we are doing our show, which is, you know, different enough. So, again, <laughs> Brian, again, super, super excited to have you on. People. There you go. Yes. And now it has me on it. So now it's exactly the same. Okay. It's exactly the same. So I'm going to need, uh, let's see, uh, of this group, I guess I have to be the Scott. I think Sam would probably be the Randy of this group. And Andrew's going to have yeah, to be the man. Brian. Not just because Andrew also doesn't have hair like Brian, but. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Let's just narrow it down to that. Yeah. We got a bald guy and then you <laughs> yeah. got a bald guy. Well, every podcast go. needs a bald, just like every good college <laughs> basketball team needs an ugly redheaded kid. Yeah. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, so. actually pretty accurate. All right. So uh, let's do our five word reviews and Sam, you go first. Okay. I have just uh, one tonight because I, I can't come up with anything else. So please forgive me. And I'll give my, uh, I only have four words and that is characters, script, story, perfection. Nice. I love this movie. I love it. I, I, I'm, I could watch it over and over and over again. Uh, if, if I had any complaints at all over this thing would be, uh, some of the, uh, the visuals, uh, come across as computer, uh, you know, gamish, um, but they weren't given a giant budget to make it Star Wars esque. So, I think with what they had and how it came across, I think I think Whedon, God bless his little weird soul, uh, <laughs> you know, did did well with this. I I think it he had fans to please. And a new group of people to try to get to watch the movie, and I think he 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 walked that tightrope really well. Um, so I, I I just enjoyed. I love the dialogue. I could sit here and just listen to the dialogue from this and Firefly all day long. It's that that Western slang that I cannot, for the life of me, come up with. I don't know where they come up with these sayings and how they say it. There's got to be a workshop somewhere that somebody does this in. But I love it. You know, you get stuff like uh, in in you with Firefly and Serenity, like uh, not an old country for old men. Um, oh, what's the Coen Brothers film that they did? True Grit. Yeah. Oh, True Grit. True Grit. Yeah, True Grit. And then the Ballad of Buster Scruggs kind of has that same type of dialogue as well. I just love it. I'll eat it up all day. Yeah, but this one is uh, very witty too, and and not just yeah. witty as far as the the dialogue, but also they use words that you can't be an idiot. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> <laughs> they're not dumbing it down to the audience. They're not. They're not. Yeah. And I appreciate that. Yeah. 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 I mean, and but they, at the same time, you can be an. You, you know what I'm saying? Like you can There's, appreciate this, I think, at any level, but yeah. <laughs> there were words in this that I was like, "Wow, okay, this is a little highbrow." Okay, <laughs> this is okay. But that's kind of how you know, even the show was right. It 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 didn't take its time to exposition us to death. Certainly, there are moments where you're having to describe some things, but you're pretty much thrown into this like you know what you're doing. So I I just. 
I love a good space romp. I love a good Western and I love a good action film. And this, this checked all the boxes for me. Nice. Yeah. The, the movie does have to do, it has to straddle the line, right? Of mm-hmm. we want to make sure that the fans aren't getting annoyed because they know a lot of this stuff because of the show, but we also need to make mm-hmm. sure that people that have never watched the show, like Andrew and I, or hadn't at the time when we watched the movie, aren't confused. Right. You know, I mean, there was a couple of moments when like with shepherd book, right? When he says, you can't order me around around. You're not, I'm not part of your crew. And he says, yes, you are to Andrew. That doesn't mean anything now. Right. Eventually, if he watches the show, it'll mean something, but it was still a sad moment to, you know, to watch him die on screen. Yeah. But you obviously don't have that emotional connection yet. But then when you go back and watch it, you're like, Oh, now I get it. Yeah. 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 Now I get it. So, all right, right on. Yeah. Uh, so I enjoyed it. I loved it. Hey, there you go. I honestly, Sam, I was, I was waiting for you to argue just to argue with me on this movie. So this will be, How uh, did, I can't do that on something like this, man. Yeah, I know. Which is the same <laughs> thing. Like when we did Jurassic park, which is your favorite film. Yeah, uh, it's yeah. like, I want to argue with Sam, but I can't, it's such a great <laughs> movie, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, and you could argue there are some shots in this movie that are pretty bad. Um, space shots, uh, spaceship taking off and on. We're just looks janky, but like I mentioned before, the budget just wasn't there to make this a, a, you know, yeah. a great visual film. Well, this came out the same year, like almost pretty close to uh, revenge of the Sith, right? That's a, yeah. that's a $200 million yeah. movie, you know, uh, Lucas, whatever, you know, uh, with, uh, I can't think of the word. I got Skywalker sound industrial, and, uh, industrial light, light and magic. Yeah. yeah. This, yeah. this was like digital domain and this was a $60 million <laughs> budget, you know, like this was, this is a different yeah. thing. So, yep. but like this movie doesn't hang its hat on special effects like the star Wars movies does. So thank God. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I mentioned before, story, 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 story. Yeah. And, and they did it so well. They did. Mr. Dunaway, what's your five word review? I picked a tongue twister. Let's see if I can read it. <laughs> River Cleaves Reavers Serenity Now. Hey! <laughs> oh, I love it. Spoiler. Yeah. You have to say that five times fast. <laughs> right. I had to say it slowly because I was afraid of that. Because I wrote it earlier today whenever I was still, you know, awake. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not going to be able to read that. <laughs> Also, I wrote yeah. Cowboy Bebop meets Life Force Vampires. Oh, yeah. interesting. Life Force, yeah. Yeah. I see that. Okay. Yeah. I like it. I like it. So, so expound, Brian. Like, what? how are you feeling about this movie? Like, love, you like it? You love it? You hate it? Like, what, where are you feeling on this? This is always, okay, so like I said, we've done film sack since 2011, and every week, Sometimes I'm like, oh, no, I like that movie a lot. Don't make me watch it with a critical <laughs> eye. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Because this movie is, to me, it was always best viewed with me just kind of relaxing and laid back. When I really start, when I put on the critic's hat and start looking and going, oh, some of these edits are a little too fast. And I don't know my location sometimes. I feel like I don't know uh, where the characters are at. And so it, I got a little, it, like I said, sometimes it felt a little confusing 
like things didn't quite make sense. And emotionally, sometimes that kind of took me out of the movie. So when some of the things that were really uh, heavy emotionally that might have hit me if I was kind of casually watching it uh, didn't hit me as hard. Um, do we talk about spoilers now? Are we okay with Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, sure. okay, yeah, okay. yeah. Right. We assume the listener has heard the movie. Okay. Um, or yeah. seen the movie. All right, right, right. So like when he uh, – when uh when 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 they throw the uh the, the dead bodies on the on the front of the ship to uh you know to to mimic the reavers type ship that should have been a much bigger punch to the gut and it just wasn't because like i said critical <laughs> viewing versus the other but if you had asked me before we did this i would have said yeah i like that movie that's a good movie it's good and it's got a it's got good humor at this time <laughs> I didn't feel the humor either because I, I didn't, I think I was, I was in, I was in, uh, I was in their minds too much thinking about, you know, how devastated they would be uh, mm. with some of these losses that were happening in the dire situation they were in. And so the humor felt more like nervous humor instead of uh, witty banter. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's, it's this, this is always the danger of re- reviewing movies you like. <laughs> you might get in there and go, oh, I can't enjoy yeah. the pretty lights and action because I'm too It's like busy. going back to our, some it's of our good. favorite 80s movies that yeah. uh, it's just it's hard to go back to those yeah. childhood ones and, and relive them. Yeah, but, still, but overall, still, I mean, if somebody walked up on the street and asked me, I would definitely say, oh, yeah, you definitely need to see Serenity. It is a good movie. Check it out. Uh, I, th- I think you may find a, a new uh, a new a, a new story that you didn't know existed that you want more of. And you just, you'll never really get enough of it because there's only a season in this movie. Yeah. So where's my comic book? Where's my uh, graphic novels? Well, they Where do they have some books? comics. I know that um, mm. there are some comics. I did see there was a, uh, there's, there's a couple of um, like just single issue kind of things that are, and maybe Rosie knows and she'll, she'll message me later. But uh, I did read one where it was like, after after the movie in basically um zoe has a daughter from okay. from wash that would and, help yeah and they're um she's explaining she's telling the story of her dad and it's this really sweet story and it's this really sweet thing and um in the in the in the show there's one episode where uh alan tudyk has a really terrible mustache and so in the comic, <laughs> yeah, yeah, in the, right. in the comic, yeah. the, the, the mustache is even bigger and even more ridiculous. Love and, uh, <laughs> I was, I was crying by the end. I was just totally crying by the end. It was just so sweet. Um, so there, there is some stuff out there, but you're right. For the most part, it's, it's 13 episodes in this movie, which is a bummer. Yeah. Um, yeah. and it's funny, Brian, you, you say that because, cause usually that's what I do, right? Usually when I, when we watch the movie for the show, it is, you try to, you, we, we always refer to it as the, the CSR glasses, patent pending. Right. And you watch it with a critical eye and you go, Oh, maybe you're right. Maybe this is a little janky. I didn't do that this time. Cause I was watching it with a friend and oh, yeah. I was, and she had never seen it before. That helps. And so mm-hmm. I'm, there's moments where I'm looking at her waiting for key moments in the movie, you know, like, you know, how do Reavers clean their spears? They put it through the wash, right? So, like, when that happened, <laughs> I'm I'm waiting for that moment to, to see her reaction. Uh, yeah. And she reacted the way you wanted to. She's like, oh, no, she was pissed, there right? You go. And so, 
Yeah, exactly. Like you want her to suffer a little bit. Um. Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> I take pleasure in my friends. Be my suffering. emotional support animal, please. Help yeah. Me, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, it's the same thing, right? Like, I think, Sam, you recently got to let your, your daughters got to watch Empire Strikes Back and you got yeah. to see yeah. their reaction. Whereas my son freaking spoiled it for himself when he was like four. <laughs> so when we finally watched Empire Strikes Back when he was like six, he was like, I already knew that. Yeah. So that moment, you they smell worse on the outside. Yeah, the exactly. <laughs> Speaking of that, okay, I have to tell this joke. So I've been playing this Star Wars game on my phone, and when it's loading, it tells you little quote unquote fun facts. Yeah. And the fun fact was, um, at uh, what's what is the uh, average temperature of a tauntaun? And it's <laughs> lukewarm. Oh, ouch. <laughs> That joke if I've ever heard that hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Hammond, Ch- Hammond Chamberlain would approve of that joke. It's good. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So, but to your point, Brian, was that I didn't watch it this time with the true CSR glasses because I was yeah. watching it with a friend. So, so some of the moments you're talking about, like you're not knowing where characters are, or even like you mentioned the, like the bodies on the ship. And you say that I've never thought about that. You're a hundred percent right there. I yep. mean, Kaylee has a reaction and Zoe has a reaction, right? She's like, you right. mean to turn our home into an abomination so we can make right. a suicide run through Reaver territory. Well, she mentions these are our friends. Yeah. These are, you know, yeah, that's true. I never thought of it either. Yeah. yeah. And Nathan goes off later on when he has a moment to himself so he can, you know, have his little breakdown. But yeah, it's just, like I said, as a viewer, I didn't have an emotional reaction. Yeah. And so, and like when uh, Zoe after, after a uh, wash, got stabbed she mourned for about two seconds and i was like okay i know that originally <laughs> mal and zoe they were they were you know they they're the, they're the core of the team originally they they were the ones that uh, had fought in the wars and so uh yeah i was just like oh i feel like she should be doing more than just well angry but i guess i don't know i've never been in a i've never been in a situation where i had to fight reavers so i don't know maybe i would act differently well, oh, wow. and I can say this, and, and Andrew will probably have a similar reaction, but having watched this with the director's commentary on, it's uh, when she, when the Reavers start coming in and she shoots them, right? When she breaks the line, she goes and she stabs one. Yeah, and yeah. that's her way. It's more than she, it's more than she has to kill them. She needed to stab one like right. her, like her husband Revenge. was stabbed. Revenge. Yeah. Right. She needed to do yeah. that act. That was kind of her way of, of whatever. Then once she had done that, then she was not better, but she was, you know, she had kind of fulfilled her mission. And of course she gets yeah. sliced up the back and then they put a band. Yeah. Oh. yeah. Yeah. I think it, it I, I maybe also knew I, I went in knowing some things too. And I, this is also another part of it. I, I knew that Josh Whedon's original vision was that it would be, uh, I think the pitch was something like nine characters or nine characters look into space and all see something different. And so I, I, I don't know. I just, I felt like the character exploration didn't seem to go where I wanted to. And that's probably my biggest problem is it just not enough. Just not just the two hours was not enough <laughs> to explore the depth and, and scarring and the brokenness of these characters. It, plus world building. It was just, it was just not enough. Well, well, do you think, do you think that's a, that's a problem of having a TV show before it? I think and, that, and, yeah, I think it, well, it, it yeah, because they started, it's such a unique problem. What other TV right? series do you know that went a season or <laughs> not, not even a full season, half season, yeah. and uh, then end up being a movie? 
you, you start yeah. to build this world uh, and then you just get cut off and then you got to like wrap the story up in two hours. It's like, Ooh, well, and the original, luck. the original plan wasn't to wrap it in two hours. They were supposed to be a trilogy. This was supposed right. to spawn a trilogy. And that's Not why, that well, that's why uh, Alan Tudyk and Ron Glass, Shepard Book and, and Wash were killed because they didn't sign the contract. But- I was going to say budget cuts. No, they just, they didn't sign on for a trilogy was the rest of the cast did. So that's why they died. I mean, it's as simple as that. So, um, so to your point, Brian, like there was, you're right. There was going to be more. And, right, right. Uh, and, yeah. and I think, but again, it was bad timing, right? It, it wasn't just the fact that this was a lower budget film and it was based on a TV show that unfortunately not very many people watched. But again, it came out the same time as Star Wars, and yeah, yeah. what the dark and it was three the, years after the hubbub, right? Because yeah. I mean, when it got canceled that first year, the fans are like, "What?" and they're pissed, yep. and they got to wait for like almost two, almost three years before it uh, comes about. You kind of lose your energy, right? You kind of yeah. like, eh. yeah. <laughs> I've and kind it, of come to terms with the fact that it no longer exists. Eh. <laughs> so and then you see it, and you get mad all over again. Yeah. Right. <sighs> So this did come out in theaters, yes? Yeah. Correct. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I I don't remember seeing it, you know, as an ad or I, know, I actually do remember or anything. I remember it because I remember so our our friend Jamie Rudder is who introduced this movie to me. And when he said, Hey, you should check this movie, I'm like, I remember the commercials for that. And then we watched it and I was blown away. But it came out in September. So I mean it's September of oh five. And so we, we had just had a big, you know, the big, uh, uh, let's see, Star Wars hadn't come out yet because those were December releases, but we just had Batman Begins. And I right. think mm-hmm. the first mm-hmm. Fantastic Four movie, I think, was also that year. Oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that actually was a really good marketing campaign for the first Fantastic Four. It wasn't the marketing that hurt that movie. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> well, I mean, they're fine. You know, those that first, those first two, they're not great, but they're they're fine for what they were, you know, cause we didn't know at the time. Cause the only thing we'd had at the time really for like really, really good superhero movies, comic book movies, right? We had, you know, the Spider-Man one and two and Spider-Man yep. two was really good. Um, and that was kind of it, That's, right? We had blade. Yeah, yeah, that was about it. We had blade well, on, in, in the, the Marvel 90s. side. Well, but Batman was so, or you know what I'm saying? Like we, so so long before so that. long ago like the you know okay. batman in 89 was so yeah you know schumacher like, had had tainted that by the time we got to this that's yeah true. people were Says angry you made it better <laughs> what you meant to say oh no bat. might be fisticuffs on this no it's <laughs> not being serious that yeah bat nipples man that's 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 the way to go once you're uh that's what they should have done for Spider-Man three. They would have made more money on that movie. If they would have given nipples, put nipples on Spider-Man. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Andrew, what's your five word review? Okay. So I don't want to hurt your feelings here, Sean. I know this is your favorite. It's movie. fine. I, this is, this Uh-oh. is the risk I knew that was going to happen when it's again, yeah. Brian, you don't know this. This is my favorite movie. Like of all time. Oh, this really? is it. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. Yeah. So this is fine. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. My, f- First five word review is would make a great series, <laughs> uh, and it did. Yeah, uh, you know, <laughs> as I was <laughs> as I was watching this, I thought I think I would enjoy this better if it were split into smaller chunks and streaming. 
That's what I thought <laughs> as I was watching it. Um, <laughs> my second five-word review is Josh Whedon's uh, Gorham Space Pirates. Nice. So, um, yeah, I you know, well, I'm sorry, I had another one. Ship looks like a chicken. Yeah. So <laughs> it does. <laughs> Or a goose it's or something. It's not supposed to be pretty. Yeah. No, it's an ugly ship. Um, but no, I, I just, I don't know. It, it, I think there was a lot that, had I seen the show, had I seen Firefly, maybe gotten some more of the backstory. Like Brian was saying, I think there's some world building that I missed out on. There's some backstory that I missed out on that that left me questioning some things. Now, having said that, the story was good. You know, I did appreciate the story, and the pacing of the the film was okay. But I'm gonna be honest: Adam Baldwin is a terrible actor. He's <laughs> 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 like, like yeah. in the first the first scene of the movie w- with him there. Uh, <laughs> I thought, my God, he's awful. Um, and it didn't get much better, to be quite honest. If if I'm if I'm not trying to to fluff here, um, but you know I do appreciate the action in the movie. I do appreciate the storytelling. Um, it, this is certainly a Joss Whedon film, and you can you can kind of tell by the way some of it's filmed. Um, but uh, you know, it, it just didn't quite hit all all cylinders for me for some reason. I don't know why, and. So I said this is the first time I've watched this, and it is the first time I've watched it in its entirety. Mm-hmm. I did start watching this movie about, I got, I don't know, five years ago, four years ago, when I found out it was your favorite movie. Because I thought, you know what? Sean's my friend. I need to know about this movie. And I watched half of it, and I stopped. I was like, <laughs> oh, I can't I can't watch anymore. <laughs> Oh well, I'm just, did you question the friendship? Is that what happened? It's like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I don't even know him anymore. It's right. just not the same. No, but <laughs> I, I did. I just, I don't know why. Um, but I kind of, <laughs> kind of felt the same way this time. And I don't know if it was because the length of the film, and I was just kind of exhausted halfway through. <laughs> because it's a long movie. It's two hours, but it feels like four for me. Oh I don't gosh. know why. There's a lot um, of changes. There's a lot of scene changes. Too many yeah. scene changes, really. Yeah. Um, you know, <laughs> and I I do appreciate some some things. I really do. Um, the Alan Tudyk is a favorite actor of mine by mm-hmm. far. And when he died, I just <laughs> I I really did. I was upset about that. But like you said, Zoe's reaction was. Oh no, he's dead. And then she's fine. And I just. <laughs> right. And it kind of. Well, yeah. Minimi- you also have to remember too. minimized his death for me. She's, so. she's a soldier, right? She was a soldier right, first. She is. But see, I, but the thing is, I don't know that. Yeah, I know you don't. You know, as, as a, as a non firefly watcher, I, I didn't know that. I didn't yeah. know the backstory of her and, uh, and Mel. And, the the comedy in this I did appreciate as well. Nathan Fillion is he's great. He needs to be in more stuff. Uh, but de- his delivery is wonderful. Uh, the scene where where he walks in and says, "Dear Buddha, please bring me a pony yeah. and a plastic rocket." <laughs> <laughs> I laughed out loud because I thought, "My God, this is hilarious." Um, <laughs> but 
at the same time, I'm thinking, okay, <laughs> it's I, that part of the movie's fine. But if I got more of that, I might appreciate it more. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's just, I don't, I don't really know how to explain it because That's fair. I feel like I, I feel like I'm missing a lot of information that I need to appreciate it in its fullest. If that makes sense, it does. So. Yeah. So I was on another podcast and we, when we did, they did, it was a, another podcast, digital dissection did, um, the, the firefly serenity and what was the third thing? Oh, then they did the music of all of it with the uh, measure the score. Mm-hmm. And so I was on for the, for just the movie and, and I was also on a, a podcast called sudden, but inevitable, which Jesse has been on our show and, mm-hmm. uh, and the other cast of that show as well. And they talked about the, the show firefly and, I've always kind of contended because because I watched the movie first and then the show, I kind of look at it as the movie is a new hope and the show is the prequels. Yeah. Like this is the meat. This is the main course and the show is the backstory or I guess to keep the metaphor, it's like the appetizer. Right. Uh-huh. You know, it, it kind of it kind of fills in everything else. Whereas for Sam this mm-hmm. is the end, and I guess Brian too. This is too. the payoff. This, yeah, is, the this payoff. is the payoff. This is yeah. this is the final thing that that capped off the show. Um. So anyway, it's just different. And Andrew, I I totally get it. Again, I I don't expect everyone to to love this movie. I mean, I had people on Twitter like I've never even heard of this thing, and it's well, like you know, and it's fine. To that, I don't dislike it. It's just not. It's not going to be in my top top movies. Sure, and. The reason that I asked you at the beginning was it did this come out in theaters is it did really feel like something that was made for TV. Yeah. In, in, in a lot of ways. Yeah. Yeah. I, I get yeah. that. And I do get that. Um, okay. So my five reviews, uh, one of them is actually only four and that's simply my favorite film ever. So oh, there you go. Nice. Uh, period. My, uh, yeah. Yes. Period. I guess you can make it five. Yeah. <laughs> And then my other one is Space Western plus Zombie Pirates. There you go. <laughs> yeah. It's that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it. I'm with that. Um, so, okay, let's talk about the pirates or the zombies, Please. the Reavers. Because I, I do have a question here. Yeah. So I know what and your question is. Your question is, if these things are such ravenous, crazy monster things, how can they have space flight? There you go. That's what I was going to ask. So... The movie explains at the end that um, that they, they put this chemical into the atmosphere of this planet, right? And, you know, the majority of the people just eventually, they just let themselves die because they stopped caring about anything. But a tenth of a percent uh, just increased aggression. So there's still people. There's still whatever. They just yeah. have to kill and eat flesh and whatever, so there's still people. They still have the ability to have, because remember, well, you don't know this, but they, they, they do. So River says the line, they want us alive when they eat us, right? They're still right, yeah. reasoning, right? They can still reason. They still have the ability to, to make decisions, right? So like the line that I quoted earlier from Zoe from the show, which again, you haven't heard, but the use, she used the word rape us to death. Rape is mm-hmm. a, is an emotion, Right. Zombies don't rape. Right. They just they just kill you and eat you. So the way I guess the movie kind of makes it, you know, to show it is that, yes, there's still men 
and women. Yeah. And they still have the ability to operate vehicles in space. And there's probably some kind of still some kind of social structure on the ship to have a captain and the, the gunner and the repairman and the engineer, whatever for their common goal of eating people alive. I think that, I think the, the cannibalism is what causes the confusion. I think I've got, I've, I've been on, I've, I drive to work every day. I have rage. I can imagine being <laughs> so rageful that I want to murder everybody, but I wouldn't eat them. You know, no. I just, you know, I could, I could see that. I can see where rage would get to a certain point, but I just don't see what that has to do with eating people. And that, I think that causes confusion. It's like, oh, there's zombies. No. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and that's, there really was some conf- confusion there for me because I was sitting there thinking if they are such ravenous beasts, you know, how do they have the intelligence? And I think what you mentioned about in the show, you never see them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I, that could maybe that's the difference. Maybe had I never seen them in this movie, I would have appreciated it more. I don't know. I can't. I can't say that. But thinking about it, you know, it's something about seeing their rotting flesh and and like you know stripped away skin. And well, it's all not this rotting. And, and, it's and, just that they cut themselves. Well, yeah, cut the yeah, yeah. I mean, it looks. They're malnourished. Something's wrong with them. Yeah. Well, all they're eating is people. So they've been on rage. It takes right. a lot of calories. Burns a lot of calories being yeah. raged like that all the time. Yeah. Uh, but there's something about seeing that that it puts it in a different spectrum. Yeah. No, I get that. It's, well, it's the same reason why Jaws is much more yeah. powerful uh, in the movie than if Steven Spielberg would have been able to, to work. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Or even Jurassic Park, for goodness sake. You know, it's it's what's not seen that makes it scarier than what is. Right. Uh-huh. Your your imagination will always trump. You know. Sure. Good sense. So. And and to be fair, and you're right. Like the explanation I gave you, Andrew, is an explanation that I've 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 had at the ready because I've had to have this conversation several times. But the movie doesn't really explain it great. It doesn't. And the show doesn't really explain it great either. I think we're just supposed to understand that they're smart enough to have space flight. And they're, we also learn in the show, they're smart enough to make, to set traps. Yeah. So they're not mindless beasts. They are in fact, they're just dudes and women, right. That are just insane with the the Mm -hmm. hunger to kill and eat and rape. I, I honestly think the Reavers and the lack of, of understanding of the Reavers is due to, number one, the show not lasting any longer, and number two, having to figure out how to to get this movie within two hours. Right. I think yeah. it was – there's there's probably some script on the cutting room floor that would have explained right. some of the stuff about the Reavers, yeah. even more so than that they were – you know, they were – people off the planet who had been drugged or right. gassed or whatever it was. Yeah. Here's a bad, here's a bad comparison. Like Stargate SG one. If that had only lasted one season in the there one, movie, I don't know, man. Cause a lot of the, the, the second season, it starts getting a little bit better. Yeah. Better. <laughs> well, most shows are like that, right? Most shows they mm-hmm. get yep. there, you know, you know, Star Trek, you know, next generation is not really good until you get to season two. And yep. you're, you're For not God's wrong. sake, the office. 
for good. You know, we yeah. can't get yeah. you to watch The Office because you couldn't get through season one. Yeah. Yeah. So one's tough. Come well, on. And, and I guess that's true. I mean, it does take most shows at least a season to find out who they are and, right. and where they want to go and the direction they want to take their show in. Especially with nine ensemble, you know, a cast of nine or more. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Well, and I will say this. When I found out that Joss Whedon was directing Avengers, I thought, oh, it's the perfect director because he is he's used to doing an ensemble cast. Right. I mean, this movie isn't yep. an ensemble of A-list actors like that movie was, uh, the Avengers, but mm-hmm. it's still an ensemble. It still takes a, a, a skill. I mean, we all are kind of invested in these characters. I mean, Andrew, you've only seen them. For, you've only known these characters for two hours, but... Mm-hmm. You care about Kaylee and Simon and River. Like you care about these characters. Yeah. Now you you know Adam Baldwin's character, you know, Jane, he's a one note dude. He's a blunt yeah, yeah. instrument. And yeah. which I love. And like you say his acting is bad. I think I actually well, really it got like better as the movie went through. But I like his <laughs> acting because everything he does is Jane, is a hundred percent Jane. Like when they sit down with Fantine Mingo and they the three of them, Fantine Mingo and then Captain Reynolds, they all hold their drinks to toast, but Jane just drinks it right? because he doesn't give a shit about formalities. He just drinks it. And Mm -hmm. there's other little subtle moments where it also, I didn't realize it until I was watching it this time. It either Jane is killing somebody or he's eating. I forgot how much (laughs) he's eating. He's like doing a Brad Pitt before, you know, Brad Pitt started eating on, on screen all the time. It takes a lot to keep that uh, muscle mass. As a matter of fact, they even recognized it in the uh, in the audio effects because if you're listening, he whenever he walks, it's a much heavier walk. I mean, a lot heavier than everybody yeah. else. He's a big dude. Show. I mean, he is a big man. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, anyway, so <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So the so other things that I really love about the movie one of my favorite moments of the movie is the introduction of the crew. And I love it for, for, for two reasons. The one shot. It's a one shot. I, you know me, Mm -hmm. I love a good one shot. Now there is one edit. There is one edit when they're walking down the stairs and the camera goes from the captain to Simon. There's a cut there as the camera swipes across, but that's only because you can only get three and a half, four minutes of film in a canister. So they had to do a cut, but I love that. And I also love the way that it basically introduces the cast, right? So we're, we're introduced to the captain because he literally says, this is the captain. We're going to explode. We know wash is the pilot because he's the pilot. Then we go down the stairs and we meet Jane. Who's got 48 guns on him. So now we know instantly he's the muscle. Then Zoe walks complaining about uh, not being able to bring, uh, yeah, uh, grenades. grenades. Yeah, yeah. Right. no grenades. Oh, <laughs> that's the sound <laughs> my son makes when I said he can't play Legos. Oh, and then Zoe walks up and she says, Are we crashing. He says, talk to your husband. So now we've established that they're married in one line. Right. We've established that they're married. Then he goes down and talks to Kaylee. She's the mechanic because there she is being all cute as the mechanic. And then when Simon's there, he calls him Doc. Simon's the doctor. Uh-huh. Like everyone gets their intro. And I think it's brilliant that, that it, the way it's done. And then we have, they, they have their argument all the way down until the camera finally lands on river in the last shot of the, of the, of the intro. It's just, to me, it's just brilliant. I just love the way that that is laid out and how it's shot and all of that stuff. 
And it just, to me, it sets the tone for the rest of the movie of this movie is going to be fun and clever and all of that. And to me, it stays that way. Again, I know yeah. there's some bumps here and there and whatever, but for me, yeah. that sets the tone and I freaking love it. And I also love the the bad guy who I can't pronounce his real name, Mordu <laughs> from Doctor Strange. Yes. He is a great villain. He's so good in this. And mm-hmm. a great character and not in the TV show, by the way. And yeah, yeah. he's probably the character, if I'm being honest, that I enjoyed the most in the film. Yeah. Yep. Because he's so good. I mean, I, I just, yeah, I, I love. very good. He's really good. He's great acting, but it's also, it's just an interesting character. He's just an assassin that believes in killing River is the right thing to do. And he mm-hmm. refuses to change. He's just all the way through. Yeah. Until he gets, you know, the 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 back bundle of nerves hit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the, not a, that's not the a Vulcan thing. kidney pinch or whatever they call it in this one. I don't know. It's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the, the Vulcan kidney punch. I like that idea. It's good. Yeah. But you're right. And I also really like the fact that at the end, he changes his mind. Once yeah. Yeah. once Mal yeah. shows him what happens, he he's like, yeah, we're good. We'll let him go. But did you like, Andrew, the fight scene with River and the Reavers? I really did. I, I was going to say that was very well choreographed. And <laughs> as a, you know, I have one of my best friends is a dance teacher. My aunt was a dance teacher. I've been around dance all my life. You can definitely tell that this was choreographed, but it's done very well. Um, you know, it's certainly not fighting. It's... Uh, it's falling with style, as yeah. Buzz Lightyear would say. Um, but it's it's done very well, and and I did appreciate it. Uh, especially there was the scene where she kind of leans back and and moves around and knocks out a, a circle of people around her. Yeah, uh, yeah, and, and I, I did appreciate that. Yeah. Well, and it's 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 highlighted in the trivia and on on the commentary that that um, Summer Glau is a trained classical dancer. Yeah. And, yeah, and it yeah, shows. That would make sense. Yeah. 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 In fact, the camera operator in that room is also a trained dancer to give you the flowy movement this, the, as well. So, well, and I think that goes back to your your comment about the shot at the beginning. If it's the same camera operator, you know, it's it's very graceful the way that uh, I'm watching it right now. Actually, the the introduction as went back and put it back on. Uh, and it is very smooth and, and, and it yeah. tells a story through the camera it just by what you're looking at. And uh, you can it shows that these people are trained classically in some art, yeah. if that makes sense. It is. It's beautiful. It really is. And I, I, I don't know, just there's a lot of these really great camera moments, you know, when when they're in the when they're doing the robbery bit and the camera is going to go down to the guy who's on the ground. So in order to get the camera that low, you have to do it upside down, right? Because when you have a steady cam rig, the camera is at the top and you have the counterweight with the monitor at the bottom. So they had to rig it upside down and start high so you can go low so the camera's not touching the ground. Hmm. I mean, just little tricks like that are just really clever. Um, and Brian, you wouldn't know this, but I, I worked in TV and film for a while. I, was, uh, I lived in Wilmington, North Carolina for a while and worked on a handful of you know movies and film and uh, TV shows. They're all super bad and low budget that you've never heard of. But um, <laughs> but we did have a steady cam operator for one of the movies, which was a lot of a lot of fun to to kind of right. watch how they how they do things. So that was cool stuff. It is cool. I I have to mention yeah um, 
the when when Serenity pops in from uh, you know getting the Reavers to follow her oh, and and they all pop in. I I all I immediately thought you know Star Wars basically did the exact same thing. How many years after this? Uh-huh. What do you mean? In the final movie, uh, episode nine. Um, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Skywalker. Yeah. They basically did the same thing, um, except, I mean, obviously they weren't Reavers, but um, I just, I, I found that interesting this time around. Yeah. yeah. I, I actually had never picked up on that correlation, but you're right. Yeah. I, I just love the plan. I just, I really like the idea that when, when Mal talks to, to Enora and says, if I start fighting a war, you're going to see something new. We saw something new. Like when he says, they're not going to see this coming. Like Andrew, you didn't see that coming, did you? No. I mean, so when they have that, sh- when the, when when Serenity flies through the atmosphere, and the agent, he's just all cocky. He's like, the bastard's not even changing course, and then everything shows up. It's such a cool shot. <laughs> yeah, it's such a cool moment. I loved it. That was a moment where I was staring at my friend, seeing how she was going to react. <laughs> uh, it was good. I love that scene. Uh. But two points. Somebody also made the other point too about the writing. So uh, yeah. about two or three weeks ago, Avengers was on TNT, which it feels like they do the Avengers, you know, series on TNT and TBS. It feels like every other weekend. It's either Avengers or Star Wars. Star Wars, yeah. Star Wars is past weekend, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I was watching the first Avengers, which I love the first Avengers, and. The dialogue in that movie reminded me of the dialogue in this movie. And I and I love Endgame and Infinity War. Infinity War is my favorite of the MCU. Uh-huh. But it made me realize that there's nothing, there's no clever dialogue in Infinity War. You know, it's all very simple, straightforward, you know, stuff. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the, the first Avengers, there, it feels like there's a lot more clever things happening. And it's like, oh yeah, because Joss wrote that one. Like mm-hmm. he wrote this, you know, there's just, it's a little bit better written. Not quite Aaron Sorkin ish esque esque, but you know, kind of yeah, whatever. I'm with you. Uh, listeners of the show know I'm a huge Sor- Sorkin fan. And so, oh yeah. Oh yeah. Great, great, uh, quick dialogue. Yeah. The Shakespeare of our time, I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Sorkin. Well, you're not going <laughs> to. You're going to be, this is going to shock the hell out of you, Sam, but I'm on my eighth rewatch of West Wing right now. So <laughs> it's just, and yet I can't get you to watch the office. <laughs> I know. I know. Oh. But again, and I've said this and the reason is simply is because I've seen it now so many times I can use it basically as a podcast. You know, yeah. I can put it in my mm-hmm. headphones on my phone and work. I mean, it's basically background noise, white noise. Yeah. Just, yeah. I just know what's happening. Uh, whereas with the office, I have to stand and pay attention. The only thing that I'm watching right now is the Orville and I'm yeah. the season three yeah. of the Orville and I'm just loving it. I think it's oh, great. That's so good. The most recent oh. season, they finally took the shackles off Yeah, from the, the horrible Fox people. Yeah. 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 Again, again. Yeah. What is up? Um, it's Fox. Anyway, I, Fox. I know that uh, this is off topic too, but uh, it's something I'm watching right now that I actually just finished. If you haven't seen this, you got to check out a league of their own on Amazon prime, which is a, a, a series based on a league of their own yeah. uh, from years ago, but it's so good. It's really, really well done. Right. Right. So check it out. 
Is there any crying in that? Is that uh, is there crying yeah, that, in the that, baseball? That scene is there, but it's a, it's done in a different way, and I, I really appreciate it. So yeah, <laughs> it's a good one. Yeah, Tom Tom Hanks yelling at her the whole no crying in baseball bit is a Stop classic. In baseball. Yeah, it made me it made me realize how the uh, the movie with Tom Hanks really features him a lot. He yeah. he kind of he kind of drives that he's you know driving that vehicle, but. Uh, this one is more about the ladies, and yeah, I like it. It's good. Well, good because the other one with Tom Hanks' character, he's just basically the bad news bears coach, right? I mean, that's pretty right. much what he's playing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, sorry, I got distracted because I was uh, going to our Twitter post just to see what people have posted as their top three, and I noticed that I had a notification letting me know that Jesus Christ is now following us. Oh, nice. <laughs> uh, well, that's cool because I'm following him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that that kind of caught me off guard. I was like, oh, yeah. okay. Well, that's it's cool. About nice. time. Okay. Yeah, it's about time. It's, you know, it's, it's. You know, I make the joke in my classroom. The kids are on their cell phones, and I'm like, look, don't be on your cell phones. And they say, well, what if my mom is texting me? I said, I don't care if Jesus is texting you. <laughs> you don't answer it in my classroom. And they all look at me like, oh, that's so mean. But <laughs> I guess Jesus really can text them now. You can follow them on Twitter. Yeah, you can follow them on Twitter. <laughs> that's funny. All right. Uh, yeah. Are we ready for some clips? I have a few. Please, please, please. And by a few, I, I mean hear. nine or so. <laughs> oh, great. Well, wow. you know, it's... You knew I was going to have to it's, capture a lot. It's my favorite movie. Come on. Yeah. One for each character. Yeah. Yeah. So there we go. Uh, this one's called Psychic, uh, though I spelled Psychic way wrong in my, uh, in my file here. Here we go. Psychic. The minds behind every military, diplomatic, and covert operation in the galaxy. And you put them in a room with a psychic. I love it. It's so good. Yeah. So good. He's he's just so good. I mean, it just like because when he walks in the room, the doctor man, when he walks in the room, you as the viewer, you have no idea that you know, he's like, oh, he's about to get killed for for for, <laughs> for you know he's gonna have to fall on his sword. All right. <laughs> slowly. Slowly, very painfully. Oh, just it's one of the I just that, everything about that death just drives me. Uh, like it makes my skin crawl, you know, it's like you, you can't do anything about it. And it's just like the slowest painfulest death is you're just slowly falling down. I just kill me quickly. Mm. Right. I've tried uh, many times. <laughs> yeah. Uh, explode. This landing is going to get pretty interesting. Defying interest. Oh God. Oh God. We're all going to die. This is a captain. We have a little problem with our entry sequence, so we may experience some slight turbulence and then explode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, I laugh every time I hear that bit. It just it just makes me laugh. It does because like because even later on when uh, he says just get us on the ground, well that part's going to happen pretty definitely. Like <laughs> you know. <we're, laughs> We're gonna crash. We're talking. We're we're making jokes about it, but we are gonna crash. And of course, later, Wash would actually crash the ship. But uh, all right, this is called "At Last." At last, we can retire and give up this life of crime. Oh shit! I had a setup for that. Um, I had a oh. I had a setup for that. My setup was gonna be: I recorded my wife uh, when I told her that the state is finally giving her a one percent pay raise. She then mm-hmm. said. At last, we can retire and give up this life of crime. 
Now that it's been contextualized, I get it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's never never funny when I have to set up the own joke after you hear the punchline. No, no. Isn't it, though? No. All right. Well, <laughs> if you listen to this podcast long enough, you'll know that's the way it goes sometimes. All right. Here's Jane saying things that just I like. I'll kill a man in a fair fight. Or if I think he's going to start a fair fight. If he bothers me. Or if there's a woman. Or if I'm getting paid. Mostly only when I'm getting paid. These are Reavers. Last 10 years. They show up like the bogeyman from stories. Eating people alive? Where does that get fun? (laughs) Where does that get fun? I like it. Jane is a one-track mind. It's either, you know, just he's either thinking with money or his, his dick. I mean, that's kind of it, you know, like that's just the way it is. Or his grenades. Or yeah. his grenades. Yeah. Likes to blow stuff up. the same. Should be nice yep. if we had some grenades, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Uh, I have used this quote many times. I cried like a baby, a hungry, angry baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have said that many times. Uh, this, t- so we talk about tropes on this show, just like, uh, you know, film sack does, yeah, uh, as well. Avoid them. Yeah. And you can't. And then this movie does have a lot of tropes and that's fine to me. This is like an anti-trope. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna play the clip and then we'll, we'll, we'll discuss it. If anything happens to me, if you'll hear from me within the hour, you take the ship, you come and you rescue me. What? You risk my ship? I mean it. It's cold up there and I don't want to get left. So like, <laughs> so the trope usually is if you don't hear from me within the hour, you take the ship and save yourself. Right. Right. Yeah. Oh yeah. But he says, no, you come get me. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> don't you leave me. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> Which to be honest, I think is a more realistic, uh, reaction. Yeah. I think most of us would be like, if you, if I'm not there, come get me. Yeah. yeah. I'm in trouble. Come get me. Well, and yeah. that's, and that's also a plot point in one of the episodes is that the captain gets caught and they have to take the ship and go rescue him. And it's a, it's a, again, hilarity ensues. Uh, somehow we got Brian's middle name in, uh, captured here. You want to run this ship? Yes. Well, you can't. <laughs> you can't. Uh, right? We shouldn't offer it. That's uh, what I always say. Yeah. I love it. I just love it. Just, I mean, it's a, it's a tense moment and they're talking about some serious stuff. And you have this moment to kind of break the tension, which is, I, I, I appreciated that. I really oh, did. Yeah. Uh, one of the best lines in the movie. I am to misbehave. There you go. Yeah. I am to misbehave. I mean, that's just one of those lines where like, like for this movie, like I could type that on you know, Twitter and people know what I'm saying. If you know what yeah. it is, you know, it's, it is on the like cover box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing I think is. Well, but who who thinks of that, right? I aim to misbehave. Right. I just it blows my mind the creative process that comes up with something like that. Yeah. Love it. Uh-huh. Speaking of love, this is the last clip, and it's one of my favorite quotes of dialogue ever. And it is talking about love. Love. You learn all the math in the verse. You take a boat in the air that you don't love, she'll shake you up just as sure as a turn in the world. Love keeps her in the air when she ought to fall down. 
tells you she's hurting for she keens. Makes her own. That's right. Mm-hmm. He loves his yeah. ship. He does. Mm-hmm. He does. Yeah, and that's it's kind of where my five word review came from is you know Josh Whedon's Gorum Pirates, mm-hmm. Space Pirates. You know they referred to the ship as her many times, and and also as the boat several times, and it just it gave me a very pirate type sure feel. You know, you mentioned the uh, the Reavers being kind of piratey, but I felt like in a way. You mentioned kind of a space western sort of, but I felt like they were more, more pirates than, than cowboys in a sense. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, the and the show gives it more, way more of a space western, you know, mm-hmm. than than the, yeah, than the movie. Too, yeah. uh, because every location is Southern California, and you know they're in the desert in every moon. Like every moon they go to is the desert. Some you know somewhere. <laughs> There's there's horse riding, there's shootouts, there's literally a duel. I mean, there's a lot more, you know, Western, train robbery. There's a train robbery. Yeah, I mean, there's cattle. There are literally cows in space in one episode, <laughs> right? Um, but yeah, they are pirates. There, there's a great comic uh, that came out. Um, you know, the comic strip people use all the time is a meme where it shows like people in a boardroom, and this guy says, "Guardians of the Galaxy is the biggest thing in the planet right now." We need to make a TV show where we put a bunch of misfits and criminals and we put them on one spaceship and have them do things. And then the one guy says, we had that. It was called Firefly. And then the next panel is him being thrown out the window. Nice. Yeah. 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 I love those memes. Yeah, it was great. Who has the better bio bio ship, though? Lex or uh, Farscape TV series? Oh, yeah. I don't know. You guys watch bad sci-fi TV? Come on. No. <laughs> I've actually Lexus never seen... XX, what's that? Yeah, I've never seen one second of Farscape. Oh, you ever seen one second of Farscape with the Muppets? No. Oh, my God. I know. <laughs> How are you supposed to understand Firefly without watching Farscape and Lex? Uh, I guess I don't, obviously. <laughs> I hate to ask. I don't even know what Lex is. Oh, Lex is is also another sci-fi uh, uh, channel TV thing. You can watch it on YouTube for free now. But it's, uh, it's a group of misfits who are like in uh, some kind of insect ship, sentient, a sentient insect ship. Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty good. <laughs> it's pretty good. You have to go check it out. I got your Cowboy Bebop reference. Oh yeah, yeah. There, there's the yeah. Bebop. Yeah, was if you, all, if you look deep into uh, if you look deep into uh, the Firefly, I mean, is supposed to be uh, is supposed to be the only two powers that were left were uh, the U.S. and China. And that's the reason why they keep using the Chinese curse words and reason why she's yeah. prompted to uh, do something when she's watching that that Chinese advertisement. And, you know, I did wonder about that because that never really is answered in the movie. Yeah, it's, they don't really talk about it. It's not answered it's there. anywhere. Yeah, yeah. No. because I, I did wonder why are they... Why is Chinese the only other language being? Because when when they talk about how you know, they, they dissipate through the solar system and galaxy and they find other planets, um, I thought, okay, well, obviously other uh, languages and dialects exist out there somewhere, but it was just English and Chinese, and I thought oh, yeah. that's kind of weird. Yeah, it, it's it's never really talked about. It's just Joss has literally just said that he felt like if. The two countries that could have afforded to leave the planet, it would have been China and America. 
And that was true at the time of the, the series kicking off. I think we were pretty much the only because Russia was kind of like coming down from all that and in China, like the most promising prospect. So it was kind of a little bit of guessing from where you're at, where it's going. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, yeah. I mean, the, the show, the, the TV show is the same way. Everything is like there's almost no all the written language is, is Chinese and and uh, they, they kind of intersperse with it and things like that. So. But I love that they never translate. You just have to pick it up from from context. Assume. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, I don't know what he's saying. It's probably a swear word. Right. So. If it's Chinese, <laughs> pretty much anything that he says in Chinese is going to be like a swear word or a slang yeah. kind of swear. Well, word. Wasn't that one of the ways they got around the uh, the uh, right. standards and uh, what do you call them? Like yeah, the yeah. Uh, or on TV is by cursing in, in Chinese. Yeah. Yeah, basically. Well, because at one point he yeah. calls Simon uses the word Gosa, which I guess is slang for shit. Yeah. And he refers he to Serenity as Gosa and Kaylee gets really pissed. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So. All right. Uh, uh, that's it. That's all for clips. It's time for our game. And this week our game is being sponsored by. Hey, it's Ebony, and you may know me from such podcasts as The Gruesome Jason Movie Reviewer. But did you know I also have a solo podcast? That's right, the Sweet and Sour Nuggies podcast with one episode on short life stories of the sweet and sour variety and the other Mental Health Mondays to be your guide to everything mental health and more. So grab your nuggies and follow us at SSNuggiesPod on both Twitter and Instagram. Sweet and Sour Nuggies podcast available on Spotify. Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Good Pods, and more. Now readily available for your listening pleasure. And now for some more bad news. Ready? All right. Our game this week is presented by me. I'm doing the game this week because Andrew is super busy and I wasn't. So this game is called Hey, Did You Notice? This is a game where I take little fun things from the from the movie and I turn it into a game. It's going to be Andrew and Sam versus Brian. All right. Oh, Oh, we're, we're teaming up. You're okay. going to team All up right. on these because, uh, well, Andrew's only seen it once, and I think this is uh, this will be good. Brian, Brian uh, notices lots of things, so yeah, so yes, let's see. Yes, you do. <laughs> uh, the game is quite simple. It's a back and forth uh, uh, you know, answer. If you uh, Brian will go first. If you get it right, you get a point. If you get it wrong, they have a chance to steal. Uh, I would say if you win, you get stickers, but I've already mailed you stickers and a Sega Genesis, so I can't send you <laughs> anything else. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see. I guess I got something else over here I could probably mail you. Right, right, right. Find me some more nostalgia stuff. Come on, look around. You uh, know you have something. Uh, here, I'll, I'll mail you visit, my R2-D2 your- candy there you go. dish. There you go. Hit it, head it to, head out to mom and dad's garage. Come on, you know you got some, you got some <laughs> old school retro hardware out there. Come on. Actually, uh, uh, my Nintendo is sitting next door, but you can't have see? that. Oh, well, we'll see. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That is fair. That is fair. Of course, yeah. yeah. I guess Brian does know where I live, so there's that. All right. (laughs) You shouldn't send me your address. That was a mistake. That That was was a mistake. Uh, Rookie mistake. All right. Question number one. This is to Brian Dunaway. All right. What was the thing that flew off Serenity as they were trying to land at the beginning of the movie? Uh, it was, it was some kind of heat plate, wasn't it? Um, uh, because it flew off at the end of the movie. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It flew off at the end too. Yeah. But right. he, he says he, it did like, he it, did he call it a heat plate of some sort? I'm assuming. No, he called it uh, something very specific. He says it like two or three times. 
Okay. Um, oh, what was it? I mean, it was just a metal plate. Uh, it's the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, 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 Baby Bubby Bumpers. Is, yes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Baby Buggy Bumpers. Yeah. Yeah. All right, Sam, Andrew. Uh, I, w- I would have said heat plate, but uh, yeah. apparently that's <laughs> yeah. not right. <laughs> right. Um, it was the, uh, uh, I don't know, the, the carburetor. There you go. Carburetor. Yeah. <laughs> carburetor. It was the primary buffer panel. Oh, the buffer primary panel. buffer panel. Oh, Did the primary gosh. buffer panel just that's, blow off my alarm chip? Yeah, I was thinking secondary buffer panel, but I didn't want to say that. Yeah, I didn't want to go. Oh, I didn't okay. know it was a buffer panel. I knew that. That's all right. Jeez. All right, this is to Andrew and Sam. Okay. In what scene is our friend and listener Rosie in? Oh. <laughs> You've mentioned this like on our show today. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah, I, I, looked, I, I specifically didn't tell you which scene though earlier because I I knew you know, trivia. But I no, I looked for her and I couldn't. I couldn't find her. Sam, did you see her? I I don't know which scene. I wouldn't know I her anymore. All right. Um, I would guess the bar scene when they're when right before a River breaks it up. Okay. That's, That's not correct, Brian. You have a guess? Not correct. Okay. Uh, she was. Uh, she was. Uh, she was powdering the reavers' noses in that one. <laughs> <laughs> the river picked their trash. She is a patron of the place that they rob. Oh, so right at the very okay, yeah, right. early on. Okay, yeah, pretty early okay. on. Okay, yeah. When she, when you, it, she's only on camera for like a half second, but right. when yeah. you, when they when they burst open the door, she's right there. She's the first person that you see. As uh, she's right there. So oh, that's cool. Yeah. So, hey, Rosie. Uh, also, uh, later, uh, Rosie's going to get a producer credit um, for a reason. We'll we'll get to that in a second. Back to Brian. Do it. What was the commercial advertising that triggered River? Ooh. Um. Hold on. Wait. Is the oh? Is it? Wait. 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 Don't tell me. Don't tell me. It was the Oatsies. It was. It was like a. It was a fruity oat bar. Yeah. That's it. The fruity Oatie oh. bar. I eat them all yeah. the time. Yeah, that one I did know. Yeah, I was hoping you get it wrong because I did know that one. Wasn't it Freddy Odie Bar? Yeah, the he Odie gets Bar. He yeah. gets he gets Oat yeah. Bar. It's fine. He's the guest. He gets the. <laughs> yeah. If you want to watch the whole thing, it's on YouTube. It's a trip. Go watch the whole yeah. thing. It's great. It's like a three and a half minute thing that they made for the movie that they only oh, use for five seconds. Uh, Sam and Andrew. Yes. What is the name of the planet that River remembers? Oh, 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 Miranda. Hey, Miranda. I had to throw an easy one in there for yeah, you. I knew that one. Yeah. By the way, uh, normally this is out of five. I wrote eight. So. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. Well, good. Well, you, you know, number for a tie. When I sent you a message and said, I don't think I'll have time. I thought, you know what? Sean really should be writing the ones for this movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, back to Brian. Uh, the line "She is an albatross" is a reference to what poem? Um, crap. Um, the poem is uh the the my 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 love for the albatross. <laughs> uh, no, that's not right. No, okay. not uh, Sam or Andrew. 
It is an ancient mariner, and he stoppeth one of thee. By long gray beard and glimmering eye, now wherefore stoppest thou me? What's it called? What's the poem? the first line in <laughs> the rhyme of the ancient mariner. There you go. So, Great. Huh. Man, you know the line. I was going to say Moby Dick, but that's not a poem. Yeah. Wow. You know, it's like, you, you have that. Worst point. You have that, that? Con- you have that committed to memory? I, I used to have the whole thing committed to memory. Wow. It's literally, it's, it's a giant, giant poem, but now I just remember the first lines. I'm impressed that you knew the, the line. Yeah. I mean, you know. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, back to Andrew and Sam. Uh, so this is interesting. Uh, Joss Whedon specifically did this on purpose. So we are in 2005 when this came out. We are post uh, George Lucas going back and fiddling with Star Wars. Oh. And the whole Han Solo shoots first is, is now become a thing. Uh-huh. So not only does he make sure that Mal shoots first, he actually shoots how many unarmed men? Oh. Ooh. Five? I, I would I'll go with five. Brian? Matt would never do that. It was zero. Oh, no. The answer is three. He three. Shoot, he shoots the operative when he literally says, I am unarmed, and he shoots him. Yeah. Right. The pilot of the ship that Shepard Book uh, crashes or shoots down, the guy puts his hands up, and Mal walks over and shoots him. And the guy in the street that he pushes off the mule as the Reavers are about to eat him, he shoots him. Oh, like that. Oh, but see, yeah. that, I, that's an act of mercy. It is yeah, a piece I, of mercy. I, I don't know if I give him the third one. Yeah, I know. It's a piece of mercy, but technically he shoots an unarmed man. So, Okay. Huh. Uh, yeah. All right. So uh, back to Brian. This is going to be this. This one's kind of mean. I apologize, but <laughs> what year does the film take place? Oh, uh, twenty one. Um, wait a second. Wait, oh. do, let me do the math. Let me do the math. Wait a second. Wait. Um, it's twenty seventeen. Twenty. No, what is it? Twenty five seventeen. I can't remember. Twenty five seventeen is correct. Holy crap! Really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> uh, doesn't it say in the? Isn't that the opening? I think it is. Don't it's in my head for some yeah. reason. It was like it's an autopilot mode. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm. That, that's great. All right. Okay. Well, the game is tied. Let's see what happens. We have two oh, two. Okay. Back to Andrew and Sam. Okay. What is Shepherd Books and Wash's first name? It's Ooh. on their tombstones. Oh, that's oh. right. Yeah, I remember seeing their little hologram faces. That was uh, just, I, was looking, I was just looking at the face. Little animated hologra- holographic gifts in the loop. Yeah. <laughs> there were some cactuses in front of Wash's uh, tombstone there. Oh, gosh. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Harold. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Nailed it. Harold. Got it. Harold, uh, Harold Book. Harold Book. Harold would Harold actually Wash. make a kind of a good name for a shepherd if you, don't, if you think about it. Yeah. All right, Brian, you got you got one. Uh, so are we doing? You said both. Give me sure. both. If you give me one, I'll give you half a point so you can win. <laughs> okay. Well, I mean, it's Shepherd, right? That's his. That's his name, right? Well, that's Shepherd his. That's Book. his title. It's his job. Oh. He, remember, he wasn't born a shepherd. Oh, okay, that's right. Well, I thought his first name was Shepherd. No, <laughs> that's what I thought so too. I, I thought his name was Shepherd. I thought it was. I thought they were just trying to be clever. 
I didn't know it was his title. Uh, then uh, it must have been uh, uh, John Shepherd Book. <laughs> okay. What about Wash? You know Wash's first name? Wash's first name? Um, uh, Tiddlywinks. Tiddlywinks. No. So Shepherd Book's first name is um, Durial. Durial. D-E-R-R-I-A-L. Yeah, wow. Okay. And okay. Wash's first name is Hoban. Hoban Washburn. I didn't know that gum. I didn't know that. Oh my gosh. I was close with Harold. Hoban. You actually were pretty close. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I thought it was, and we've been watching Game of Thrones and I've been making fun of Hodor. And I, when I saw that in the wiki, I should have <laughs> <laughs> totally missed that. That's all right. Hoban. All right. Well, hey, you know what? It's into the tie, and that is okay. Yeah. Um, yes. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Those were everybody some of those loses. were were pretty hard. Everybody gets a piece of of retro of uh, stuff from Sean's there, house. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Go pick out. Uh, exactly. <laughs> uh, except except not. All right. Time for this. Excuse me while I whip this out. This is our top three segment, and today we're doing movies based on TV shows. And this week we will start with Brian Dunaway. Oh, hi. Uh, I'm going to say not only based on TV shows, I went with shows that were better. The movies that were better than the TV shows. Okay. You went a step further. I like it. Yeah. So, and I just go, I just go the three. I just tell you all three right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go with the Adams family. Thank you very Uh much. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Yeah. Mission impossible. I love those movies. Yeah. Yeah. They are trash. (laughs) <laughs> and yeah, but they're still fun trash. They are still fun trash. And so easy to be better than the series. 21 Jump Street. Hilarious. All right. <laughs> Very good. I like it. Sam. <laughs> when, when the chief finds out his daughter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's good. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. My number three, I, I'm pretty much around the same vein. Uh, my number three is Maverick. Uh, there's yes. Uh, my number two, of course, are the Mission Impossible movies. And my number one is what we talked about earlier, The Fugitive. Yes. Okay. okay. Right on. Yeah. The one in our man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> our man. <laughs> uh, my wife. Uh, <laughs> I do like the uh, the Leslie Nielsen ripoff. Um, uh, what's it called? Uh, not, not Spy yeah. Hard, but it's. No. Um, oh, shoot. Naked Gun? Nope. No, it's after the Naked Guns, I think. Yeah, um, it's gosh dang it! Oh crap! <laughs> what is it called? Isn't it Spy Hard? I think it no, is. Spy Hard is one of them, but it's not that one. It's huh. anyway. Basically, in that one, it's the one-eyed, one-armed, one-legged yeah. man is the villain. Yeah, oh, okay. and and it's it's my wrongfully favorite. accused. Wrongfully oh, accused. Yeah. There yeah, you go. That's Sam. it. Thank I you. I remember it now. Yeah, the the guy that plays the the Tommy Lee Jones character cracks me up. I mean, you know, he has one liners like it's as American as a burrito, you know, yeah. just, just just things like that. It's just it's really funny stuff. All right, my top three. I said the A Team. I actually like that movie. I think it's Did a you? lot of fun. Yeah, that's a good time. Parachuting tank, okay with you? I'm fine with it. I I <laughs> I really am. I, the movie's a good time. It's like you know, it's it's good stuff. Uh, I also it, picked it's shooting off rounds to, to aim where it wants to go. Is he trying to shoot down the, the, the drone? No, they're trying to fly the tank. Yeah, no, it's again, it's, it's dumb, but I don't care. <laughs> I'm I'm here for it. My number two uh, is also mission impossible. And my number one, of yeah. course is star Trek. 
Uh, I figured you would. Yeah, well, yeah. I, I had to. I thought about Star Trek, but I was like, yeah, I'm not going to be that guy. Yeah, well. Yeah, I'll, I, let, I'll let Sean be that guy. Yeah, I'll definitely be that guy. <laughs> uh, and since we're talking about Star Trek, uh, Rosie gets our producer credit for finding our Star Trek connection for the week. Nice. And uh, that is uh, Ronald uh, Ron Glass, who played Shepard Book, was oh, in, yeah. uh, uh-huh. he was uh-huh. in Star Trek. That's right. Yeah. He was, uh, oh. it was Captain Kirk. Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah, That's not right. Sounds right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Shepard Kirk. Stand in. Yeah. Uh, he played in a, he played Loken in a Voyager episode called Nightingale. That's it. Yeah. So thank you, Rosie. Producer Rosie. How about that? Uh, getting the producer credit. Twitter was active on this one, which is really cool. Sometimes Twitter. Andrew had a top three, too. <sighs> I knew he was going to do it. I, I knew it. We got Sam back and you're throwing everything off. Go ahead, Andrew. <laughs> you got one? One time. I, I, uh, gosh dang it. Go ahead, it's Andrew. It's been a while. I'll let it slide. It's been a while. It's been like nine weeks since we've had Sam on here. I'm, I'm used That's to just true. three people. It's crazy. <laughs> All right, number three, I had the uh, the Beverly Hillbillies. Oh wow, okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And then uh, number two, I had Maverick as well. And number one, I had Batman. Oh, good oh, that's point. Good. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. Okay. Dunaway. Now Twitter says what? Yeah, 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 yeah. Dunaway, <laughs> I'm actually with you on the Beverly Hillbillies. I don't know why Ibit is so against uh, redneck humor. I love that movie. <laughs> I do too. I so think funny. it's good stuff. Jim Varney is, that's, I think that's Jim Varney's best role. Uh, right. Oh, yeah. It was a role that and, he was and, like, and Cloris Leachman, for that matter. Oh, she's great in that movie. It's it's such a fun time. All right. I'm going to try to cook through these as best as I can because we got a bunch. Nostalgia Cast, who was on a few weeks ago, says The, the Fugitive, Untouchables, and Star Trek First Contact. Mm-hmm. The, the Untouchables, excuse me. Um, Heather Sachs says The Fugitive, Wild, Wild West. And Dudley oh. Do Right slash George of the Jungle. Wow. Yeah. Oh, they, like, they like unique movies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Cameron uh, from the Green Shirt podcast says Mission Impossible, Ghost Protocol, The Addams Family, uh, and The Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Good pick. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, Rosie, again, producer Rosie says The Bready Bunch, The Addams Family, and Star Trek. Uh, Jesse from Open Pike Night. Uh, says Star Trek two, Star Trek four, Star Trek first contact. <laughs> uh, but he also of does course. a Star Trek podcast. So that's fair. Uh, Jesse uh, uh, at Jester it's underscore Nene says the X files. Yeah. Uh, okay. Oh. I, yeah. That's another good one. I didn't think about uh-huh. uh, first contact and X-Men quote or parentheses. Okay. It was a cartoon, right. but it still counts. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the nineties cartoon, but yeah, I guess. It still sure. Counts. Sure. Shoot the flick says 21 jump street. Bob's burgers, the movie and serenity. Okay. Uh, Sean white, not the Olympics uh, skater, but uh, a <laughs> fellow America's next top podcaster. Sean white says cowboy bebop. The Transformers, the movie, the cartoon movie, 86, and Sean the Sheep. Oh. Okay. Uh, Let's see. And that's it. Most of other people just said, hey, I love this movie. So we did have some from Facebook as well. Oh, we did have some on Facebook. You're right. Thank you for saying that. Um, As I navigate over there and try to buy a few seconds of time. Our our dear friend, Melissa. Yeah. Let's see. Oh, nice. Yeah, let's see. Cameron from the green shirt also. Wait, no, that's not right. 
Why did it post that? That was weird. Sorry, it pulled up a... What is happening? Andrew, do you have it in front of you? Why don't you read them? Um, I did have it in front of me. <laughs> and was, I was, I was frantically scrolling. Okay, here we go. All right. So Sonia okay. Kilman from the from the um, uh, Opinionated Luscious podcast says, this is my number one favorite movie at the end of a TV show and then the two Stargate movies. No. I didn't know there was more than one Stargate movie. There's another Stargate movie? Yeah. I didn't know that either. Yeah. No, is there? I mean, there's the original. Eh, there is there like a made-for-TV Stargate movie? No, I remember uh, the that. First couple, the first season of Stargate was on Showtime. I don't know. A uh, uh, good friend uh, in uh, show, Billy, uh, says, Star Trek is too obvious, so here are some others. Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, The Addams Family, and some of the Mission Impossible movies. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, Melissa, good friend of the show. Melissa also says RoboCop. Oh. Ro- RoboCop was a show. I didn't know that. I don't recall that. I remember it being a video game, but that was after the movie. Yeah. Swiss, yeah. the Swiss family Robinson also, again, I didn't okay. know that was, was that based on a TV show? I thought it was based. Oh on yeah. A, that's based, definitely a TV. Show. Yeah. Was it before yep. the movie? Oh yeah. I didn't know. I honestly don't know. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Adam's family, Maverick and the fugitive. There you go. Uh, Perfect. Fugitive. Very popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, a friend of the show, Mark Shell says, or not friend of the show, friend of ours, Mark Shell says, it was a great show, but nobody watched it. The cast was great. I will say that without watching the show, Serenity wouldn't have had the same punch for me. Mm-hmm. Though the yep. order is wrong, Mash was a good for it was good for its time. It hasn't aged well as I thought it would would have, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, thank you guys. Thank you everybody for participating. I really appreciate it, and uh, I yeah. hope. You are listening to all of that. And okay, time for this now. Wait, what's supposed to happen? This is where we give this movie a score from zero to 10. And we start with Andrew. All right. Well, uh, as usual, I will give us our IMDb score, which for this movie is a 7.8 out of 10, hmm. uh, which is pretty high for uh for this film that, in my opinion, is, is kind of a niche, niche, niche film uh, uh, for made for the fans of the TV show. Uh, so to have that high of a score, I think that's that's pretty good. I, however, cannot go that high. Um, hmm. And I I think had I seen the show, maybe maybe different. But it's it's not going to be terrible. I'm going to go. I'm just going to go a point lower. I'm going to go six point eight. All right, out of ten. That's fine. Mr. Dunaway. I'm kind of close to what the uh, the IMDb people are. I'm about 7.5. I didn't look at the IMDb, but shockingly, not far off. And I am kind of that niche group of people who like the movie. So yeah. I get some about average. Oh, don't ever let anybody tell you you're I average, know. Brian. You are. <laughs> my, my opinion is average. Oh. <laughs> Sam. All right. Well, I am in that niche group. And uh, I am one who loves this movie. I've got to get it an 8.8. Sorry. I love it. I I'm love so it. I know there's problems, but I don't care. Yeah. yeah. I, I enjoy it. And I have not watched this once with not wanting to sit through the whole thing. So I love it. Hey, that that's okay. There's there's no reason to apologize for, for loving a film as much as you do. And yep. My turn. Well, it's my favorite movie. So I'm 
having this is a first. I've never done this on this podcast. This movie gets a ten. This is <laughs> it's it's oh, a ten for me. It's it's a perfect. Smack. I'm gonna say this. It is not a flawless film, but to me, no. it is a perfect film. To me, this sure. to me. Yeah. All right. Hold your emails. But to me, this goes <laughs> in the same realm as Die Hard as being a perfect film. It perfectly does the thing it's supposed to do. Uh-huh. Right. Again, Die Hard's not a flawless film, but it's pretty darn close. But I have always said that Die Hard's a perfect film because it's trying to do one thing and it does it really, really well. This movie does a thing and I think it does it really, really well, really, really well. So to me, this is a 10. I've never given a 10 on a, on a show before. I'm scrolling back. Uh, you know, uh, you know, even movies like uh, like UHF got a 9.1 out of me, you know, so. Yes, we yeah. did UHF, Brian. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that's it. That gives this movie a, a collective score of eight point something, eight point two seven five. I think. Nice. I'm very, very happy with that. I think that's great. Yeah. And uh, great. Yeah, that's it. That's the show, Brian. Thank you so much for coming on the show, and please yeah. tell our listeners where they can find more of you because you have like thirty eight podcasts. You do. I do a few <laughs> things. I like to create content. Thank you, Sean, Sam, and Andrew. Um, I you can find what I do on Twitter at twitter.com, whatever. The, anyway, my name is <laughs> the Brian Dunaway on Twitter because there's some other guy named Brian Dunaway and whatever. Don't talk to that guy. Um, and then you also, <laughs> I, I do, uh, I do stream a pretty good bit. I stream video games, retro video games, uh, Monday through Oh, just about every day of the week, 6 p.m. Eastern time. Come check me out. And uh, if you like retro video games, we just talked about the Commodore 64 this past, uh, this yesterday. No, today. It was, it was still today. It was still today. Yeah. And then, of course, Film Sack, which we mentioned earlier. Yeah. Uh, those are the, those are the places I hang out and do stuff and, you know, whatever I do. Yep. <laughs> Content I, creation. I tried my darndest to call in today on the morning stream, but I couldn't get in. Oh, yeah, it's just yeah, one of Scott was having some phone problems, I think, and then he finally got it. Yeah, you can also hear me every day. Uh, no, sorry, not every day. Monday and Wednesday, you can hear me do a couple of game things that me and Scott challenge each other at. Yeah, it's always a good time. Well, again, thank you so much for coming on, Brian. It's been an absolute blast and a pleasure. Absolutely. And I, I've been kind of uh, very excited for this. I was I was kind of geeking out a little bit and a little little. Uh, little uh, hero worship having you on the show because again i've been listening to you talk for 10 years and the fact that i uh you know i was able to to bribe you to come on the show was really cool i'm glad my family uh heard me talk for 10 years and they don't they they want me to shut up but uh, (laughs) nice to have somebody not want you to shut up and uh but thank you for having me on the show and thank you for having me on the show that this is your precious baby obviously the serenity uh, with a perfect 10 score. So sure. thank you for, you know, for that. Well, it just, and frankly, it just kind of made the most sense is when I was looking at the yeah. schedule, I thought, you know what, if I'm going to have him on, I'm going to go big. Yeah. And so <laughs> I, for me, this is not, it doesn't get much bigger than this uh, is, is my favorite movie. Um, so in the meantime, uh, go to our website, cheapsuitreviews.libson.com. There you can find links to all 409 other episodes. Like you can be uh, like our friend De- Denise and, who again won't listen to this for a very long time, but uh, you know, hey, go, go back and listen to uh, to them all like she is. You can also go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash cheap seat reviews. There you can uh, become a Patreon, and soon new stickers are coming. So if you get to that five dollar level, you're gonna get some new stickers every month. I'm very excited. Sam's artwork is gonna become stickers. It's very, very cool. 
go check it out. Uh, you can also find us uh, all over socials as you know, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. There, I do stuff, and uh, you can talk to me. Like you know, just send me messages, and I will answer them. In fact, even today, I got somebody else trying to scam me on Instagram, and I'll even talk to them for a few minutes before I tell them to go pound sand. So you know, <laughs> come hang out. It's great. <laughs> they wanted to buy a picture of my cat for five hundred dollars. Oh, Does no. that make sense to anyone? Like none. <laughs> all i need is your name and your bank account info and i will give you 500 dollars for a picture of your cat <laughs> sure you will yeah that seems real they actually tried to get me they said well we'll email you a check that's not how checks work <laughs> <laughs> that's not how that works anyway go to our socials there and you can hang out with us next week we are doing something completely different we're doing the wrestler the the Mickey Rourke okay. movie, The Wrestler, because we are being guested, being guested. That's not the right word. Our guested. guest that week is uh, from a podcast that is a wrestling podcast. So we mm. are doing a wrestling movie. Woo! Yeah, very exciting. Yeah, nice. That's it. That's the show. So on behalf of Sam, right? That's the show. I have nothing else to say. Yeah, yeah I think that's it. Cool. So on behalf of Sam, who is actually here, thank you, Sam, for coming back. We're very All excited. Right. Uh, and Andrew and Mr. Dunaway, this is Sean saying thank you all so much for listening. We'll see you next week for The Wrestler. This is Cheap Seat Reviews.